Hey guys, I want to say, if you like the stuff we do here, please consider giving to our Patreon. The extra money gives us a chance to buy books to try it on the podcast, go to cons and meet lovely people like you folks, and try other things you guys might enjoy. Anyway, I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Tom Bransfield, M. Neville, Thomas Seymour Turner, Nathan Aldana, Gregory Larson, Rochelle Jackson, Adam Bueller, Azoran, Mo P, Nate T, Mike's Mind, Matt Lowry, and LLB760. Thanks for helping us take out an especially dangerous book from the library. You can't keep this up forever, and you don't know how long Mr. Morning can run, um, possibly straight on till. So, <laughs> what does anybody else have any ideas of I what they're going to do idea. here? Oh, you're not setting the place on fire. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't have any I was, ideas. I said I was going to. Uh, the bookshelves, not the books. Well, books. the books are on yeah, the bookshelves. bookshelves. And they're flammable. I well, know, but it's going to distract him. Well, hello, listeners. Welcome back to Fanable Podcast, play by network thing that we do oh so well all the time without any issues. Woo. Never a single problem. Mm-hmm. We are goddamn professional. This yep. is Dan, and coming back to the mic stand after a two-year absence as a GM, two-year plus, although I'm pretty sure Dave still has me beat on that. <laughs> <laughs> We're all together. We are physically in the same space. Base after a pandemic of some kind, a, a disease um, that ravaged. Oh, is that what you guys were doing? I thought I was just successfully dodging social obligations for like for like my longest. Yeah, no, Dave. Dave has uh, did not realize anything had been going on (laughs) the past uh, couple of years. This this has just been his normal stance in most cases. So, (laughs) but uh, we we won, we rolled, we won, and we are all back together. And so that means uh, that we are back to playing Changeling the Dreaming. Yes, which is we left off in a bit of a cliffhanger. We did a bit of a pickle. Bit of a pickle. Uh, yes. So let's let's kind of roll back and, and get a general idea of what we've been doing, where we left off, and what's happened so far. Last time on Changeling the Dreaming. <laughs> Our uh, protagonists, I hesitate to use the word heroes <laughs> because they tend to break out in hives if you refer to them in it's any true. any sort of uh, classical terms like that. <laughs> it's very true. But our protagonists, our young protagonists, for Teenage students, uh, three of them uh, changelings for some years, and the fourth recently chrysalis and discovered what he is, uh, are all enrolled into a school in Manhattan that is uh, designed for their kind. It is is a school uh, of other changelings led by changelings where they learn not just the standard things they need to know to survive in the world, um, but also about the history of their people, about how to use their abilities, about how to stay safe in a world that does not believe in them. Now, these four uh, students quickly got embroiled into a bit of a pickle, if you will, again, um, where uh, it was discovered that one of them, Raphael, is apparently the reincarnation of a very important historical figure. He is the reincarnation of the knocker that once forged the blade Caliburn, which is the uh, prophesied blade 
uh, that is given to the High King of all the Fae. Um, that High King, of course, known to all as David Ardry, High King David Ardry. Uh, but, of course, we all know that really the High King is chosen by the Blade, not the, the High King choosing the Blade, but vice versa. Everybody expects that, of course, it will be High King David Ardry as the most uh, worthy of it. But who knows? Could be anyone. And I think that's part of what the problem has been, because as soon as some people found out about this, and we're not sure quite how they found out about this, there have been attempts on Raphael's life. There appear to be dark forces afoot that have a vested interest in not seeing the blade caliber, which was in the past uh, broken into three pieces, reforged. For should it be reforged, the power of the High King will be restored, and they will be able to push away the darkness that has encroached upon the land. Said darkness, of course, being something that, for the most part, kids, uh, and even, you know, even most wilders within changed society, are not fully aware of yet. They have been kept hidden. They have been kept secret. Your teachers have not told you much, which, of course, as teenagers, means that you have gone out of your way to figure out what's going on because there is trouble afoot, and you must be mixed up in it. Um... <laughs> Through a series of, of adventures and or misadventures, our protagonists uh, first attended a uh, rather wild Samhain party uh, during which they enjoyed themselves, they had a good time, and they battled the forces of darkness that were out to murder Raphael. Uh, in specific, you faced a Firbold in battle and acquitted yourself surprisingly well, uh, surviving and running away uh, to where you were able to finally sit down talk, figure out, or try and figure out what was going on, and come together for the first time as a motley, swearing an oath together uh, to work and learn and figure out what's going on, uh, protect Raphael's secrets, and find a way to survive against the forces that are apparently being arrayed against you. And as part of that, you decided to try and find out information on a particular kind of fey being known as the Thalane, who appear to be some manner of dark fey or changeling uh, style creatures that are out there and that appear to be uh, behind these attempts upon Raphael's life. Um, your first attempt was to try and find a book uh, within uh, Archie's father's library, uh, Archie's father, having been an adventurer once upon a time, uh, has a library slash personal museum with many uh, trophies, books, and information. When you went in, you weren't able to find any books specifically on the Helene, but you did find a clue leading you to the New York Public Fay Library, into which uh, you were able to enter after a few, uh, bit of a miscommunication with a pair of pixies, um, you were able to make it inside. You met Mr. Morning, the librarian, and uh, you were able to trick him into believing that one of you, specifically Shane, uh, actually had a library card by having Marna um, basically shapeshift him into a boggan. Last we left, he is still shaped like a boggan because you are still in the library. That's right. And, uh, oh, and everybody no. has been mocking you mercilessly, because for once, Marna is not the shortest person in the party. Uh, um, you went to the library, you found a 
uh, locked room where the uh, restricted books were kept. And thanks to uh, Raph's clever thinking, um, who was able to craft a uh, makeshift skeleton key out of spare bits, uh, you were able to break into the restricted books section. Uh, once inside, you spread out trying to find the books that you were looking for. Uh, Archie was able to find a set of books that seemed to be related to the subject at hand, but they were in a language that you didn't understand. Um, but what you did discover was that was two things. One, that these books were not always part of the restricted section. In fact, had apparently been moved into the restricted section about a week or so ago, around the time that the uh, the attacks were happening. And second off, and perhaps more worryingly, considering that your group has determined that there is a strong possibility that there is a traitor somewhere uh, among the adults that you are dealing with, the books had been moved into the restricted section by your principal. Mr. Frederick? Mr. Frederick, indeed. <clears throat> Just as you were coming to this realization, in the meantime, Shane had been looking through some books himself. And there was one book in specific that he found. That of course, he was the only one with pictures. Nice job. Exactly. <laughs> it was all pictures. It was, it was a nice, fun, little picture book where as you flipped well a well, raggedy-looking man inside, uh, bearded, uh, with you know, crazed, desperate eyes, seemed to be running towards uh, the reader through the pages. As you flip each page, he seemed to be getting closer. And and Shane, in your head, you heard the words almost there, just keep it open just a little bit longer. Uh, Shane couldn't help himself. He kept flipping through the pages until he reached the last page, at which point all the lights went out. And a deep cackling laughter filled the restricted book section and that is where we left off about two goddamn years yeah. ago uh, so that is also where we pick up please let's go around the table and and uh, introduce yourselves real quick and how you react to the sudden darkness and cackling laughter starting to my right with uh B- mr billiam uh, hey billy <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Billy, and I am playing Archie Bishop. There's his voice. I've been trying to get it all day. And uh, Archie is currently, he has a, one, the book in his hand, the Thane book, and he just sees Mr. Frederick's name on like the last person. I think that, that's how he figured it out. Yeah, the he, last he person, was looking at the, yeah, the little library yeah. card in the back. Yeah. yeah, the last person to take this out was Mr. Frederick. And just as he's about to say, he's like, hey, guys, I found something really... The lights go out, and he hears cackling, and he's like, oh, pickles. <laughs> oh, and I guess a little bit about myself. Uh, Archie is a troll. He comes from a family, uh, an oddly uh, large family of Fae. His mother and father are she. His brother is a she, and he is a troll. And they're loving, but they don't get him. They, just, they don't get having a troll. Where his brother is like captain of the baseball team and lacrosse team and the chess team and the speech and debate team. Archie is vice president, unfortunately, of the anime club. And he still feels very strongly that he was sabotaged by the current president who spread a rumor that he thought The Last Airbender was the best anime. And he didn't say it was the best anime. 
He just said that maybe it's time we consider it was an anime because in Japan, no, don't, don't try to calm me down. In Japan, <laughs> it is considered an anime. So I'm sorry that he is not going to be culturally appropriating this thing to the American standard. And uh, that's why I should be your president. <laughs> Next. Thank you for that stirring speech. Hey, everybody. This is Angela. I am b- back playing Marnie, Marna Johnson, uh, who is a Selkie. She is uh, part of the, the family legacy. This is passed on to her by her grandmother. She has the, the seal's coat that allows her to take a seal form. But uh, Marna is generally nonplussed about these things. She wants to be a stand-up comedian, but she's also very jaded about the world. And so when the library is plunged into darkness, she just kind of looks up and goes like, ah, shit. And she's going to, you know, she's, she's on, on guard, but she's not going to act until there is something other than darkness to act against. Hey everybody, this is Dave, and I am playing Raphael William Duncan, never trust a man with three first names, and better known as Raph. He is uh, the latest addition to the student body, as it were. He is just learning the fact that he is in fact a changeling. There was a ritual that possibly involved a knife at some point for his name. Not entirely sure what that is about, why that's important. Now he has like five or six first names, and he is what people are calling a knocker, which is the fantastical representation of ingenuity and invention. And cursing. If you do not like cursing in your podcasts, skip ahead to... Another podcast. <laughs> End of the world is famously known to be as family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> so bring grandma and enjoy. Now that the lights are off, Raph is, he was looking for a book that was authored by one of his previous incarnations. Yes. And just as he found it, he put his index finger on the spine of the book to pull it out. The lights went out, he panicked, and wound up just clutching a bunch of books and pulling them all towards him, forgetting which was the title of the book he was looking for, and is currently bundling them all up and hiding and, like, hunkering down. This is a way for Dan to not have to immediately give me this information, by the way. Yes. Thought of it last night. Very proud of myself. Good job. Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I am playing Shane Doyle. I am a Chlorican. For those who don't know, that is like a leprechaun, but I didn't sell out. And I... <laughs> but and now you're just a wee little boggin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fuck off. So fuck. cute. Oh, shut up. Shut don't up. Get, don't, don't get short with us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. No, uh... He'll get his union boss on him. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, no, the lollipop. I do not... <laughs> I do not sadly come from a family of a fae. My parents are normies, but somehow, probably through mysteries beyond understanding, they have an item. Uh, they know that I am a fae and are totally cool with it and are super chill and super cool with having their kid be a fae and trying to do all they can. My pet walls are painted green. I eat, I eat, uh, f- uh, lucky charms every day because they think that's what apparently leprechauns eat all day. I don't know. It's, it's weird. I mean, I'm, I'm glad they're there for me. And for right now, as they previously said, I'm currently a boggin. 
Oh, and I also have my companion, Felix. He's a Dub- Dubar Kuchu, which is like a half otter, uh, half dog that I train to always aim for the balls, which has happened a couple of times during this campaign. Mm-hmm. And at, right now, after I open the book, I see the darkness. I hear the bowing laughter. And, it's, and I say out loud, totally not, but maybe my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as this, uh, as this you know, tableau unfolds in, in the darkness, with each of you uh, reacting in your, in your various ways, either in fear, surprise, or annoyance, um, the darkness just grows. It billows. It feels almost... Uh, solid as if clouds of darkness were brushing up against each of you. And in that darkness, a pair of glowing orange Halloween flames seem to light up and twin uh, beams of that same sort of orange light scan through the darkness, brushing over each one of you uh, one at a time. And you all hear a, the whispered words as if it was one whisper, multiple voices, one on top of another, asking, which one of you released me? Well, that would be, uh, that would be Shane. Shane. <laughs> Shane. Fucking narc. Yeah, but it was Shane. But <laughs> fuck. Come on, man. <laughs> he just admitted it, so we're just, I'm just confirming it. Yeah, we don't know if this guy's a cop. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it was, it was me. Thanks, guys. And uh, look at me. thanks to you, <laughs> both of those uh, sort of glowing orange beams coming from these uh, these eyes that are, are misty and hidden in the darkness seem to uh, train right on Shane, looking him over, pinning him in place. And Shane, you feel uh, for a moment like you are being stripped bare, like each layer of of your being is being. Uh, seen and then seen beyond, like somebody, like you were being. If this was a sci-fi, you'd have you. This would be like a scanner going, you know, getting every single bit of information about you. Um, and you feel as if uh, every emotion you felt, uh, especially every negative emotion you've ever felt, is laid bare before you. Um, and just as quickly as that feeling comes, it goes again. And the darkness starts to fade. And then gone. And Shane, you or only you here, whispered in your ear, meet again soon. Thanks. And now you're back in the forbidden room. As if nothing had changed. The book that was in your hand, Shane, is now completely empty. Not a single thing on any of those pages. I have have my hand. I slowly turn and I just put it back in the bookshelf. Mm -hmm. Everybody else, you find yourselves otherwise unaffected. No trace of anybody else being in that room. Just a moment of silence. Before, off in the distance, you hear the tinkling of bells. Oh, I scream. An alarm. Oh, yes, you you, you specifically, yeah, you feel that. <laughs> because uh, I have a... Um, I have a flaw, which is uh, echoes, which means I have, like, a supernatural... Uh, antithesis somewhere out there, and I'm I'm deafened by the sound of bells. Yeah, and these are these are not heavy church bells; they're more like tinkling bells. Mm-hmm. But it's enough to affect you. You definitely feel uh, not completely deafened, but muffled. One like of the worst all... things about the Industrial Revolution was the prolification of bells. <laughs> yep, yep. And so even these tinkling bells make it feel like anything you hear around you sounds like it's coming from underwater. Mm-hmm. We should uh, go. 
Yep. Oh, really? I'm really <laughs> glad you're here for your your your, your insights, Boggin. <laughs> Guys, we should go. <laughs> I'm uh, taking out. I'm taking my backpack and just shoving the. There's a couple books that you said, right? Yeah. I'm shoving all the books I can into my backpack, carrying one under my arm, and I'm just throwing it. I'm like, come on, everybody, hurry, grab what you can and get yep. going. Yep. I, I I, panic and grab a couple of more extra books that I, I really did anything and just go with these guys. Mm-hmm. Arms full of books. Yeah. All right. Arnold, do you grab anything or just like, fuck it, let me get out of here? Just get out of here. All right. So uh, the lot of you uh, start. Um, there, are, you see no other exits out of this room. The only exit is the one you came from. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So you you exit back out of the uh, the restricted <laughs> books area, and as you exit, the gate closes behind you, and that uh, lock that you had picked earlier, on its own, rises up and locks itself again, uh, leading uh, closing off that avenue of. Uh, Escape in any way, shape, or form. You are back in the general library itself, which, as as you may or may not remember from two goddamn years ago, is uh, very much a you know Harry Potter esque uh, you know magical library. You know there are uh, floating bookshelves, there are stairs that move, there are floating candle lights. Um, you know there, there are weird uh, uh, you know smells and sights and sounds everywhere, and uh, you remember the path you took to get here. Uh, it is it's a relatively direct path, even given the, the the weirdness of this place, and and that's where all of you instinctively first look, take the path back to get out from where you came from, and in that distance you see a a dark but glowing, uh, but growing sorry blot, uh, moving in your direction silently, smoothly, and quickly, and you you may remember that there was one being you you, you met very early on that moved in exactly such a way. Mr. Morning, the librarian. Oh, God. Who you tricked. Oh, Pickles. He says as he grabs hold of the Boggins' head (laughs) and uh, also the knocker and pushes them towards, I don't know, left? Like, (laughs) away. Yeah, away (laughs) into, like, a new new part of the maze. Mm -hmm. Assuming he doesn't want to touch uh, uh, Marnie. Me too. And (laughs) he just... Has her follow him, and he just takes off running. Marta doesn't have any contraband on her. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, if you that's want true. to, Mister. I don't want to, but I'm just saying, like that is that is a reason to get everybody else ahead, and, and Marta will mm-hmm. will bravely take up the rear. Yeah. Okay. We're all running. Yep. But yes, uh, running. All right. You are in fact all running. Are you trying to be quiet about this, or are you just booking it? Haha, <laughs> booking. I really, <laughs> I, I honestly. I am. It would probably be smarter to be quiet, but I think in that panic after that giant, mm, yeah. giant, it, it's kind of like the kids, like, you know, the police are coming, they did their sirens, and we all just bail. Uh, cherries and berries, man. Yeah, yeah. I also yeah. imagine uh, uh, our knocker here, who is partially deafened right now, could try to be quiet all he wants mm-hmm. and not recognize that he's making Yeah, anytime he's like, guys, <laughs> guys, we need to be quiet. Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> mad drunk, drunk whispering right now. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you, you start booking it. You start running through the library. I'm going to require some rolls from people okay. to see what happens here. Uh, so let's see here. First is, let's try not to get lost. This place is, mm. is big. It's strange. It's, it's very weird. And so I'm going to require who's, is there somebody taking the lead? So somebody sort of going like, all right, guys, follow me. I guess me. I guess that's uh, what it says. Yeah. I'm bugging. I can't do anything. 
That, that, that is insulting to Boggins. Yeah. I mean, it's very much a, a Shrek <laughs> experiment. And like, you're like the, you're that mule in Shrek. I, you're under my arm. And I'm like, Come on, buddy. I gotta save me ass. <laughs> yeah, I want to say, yeah, let's, let's do wits plus lurches. This is more of a, just a spatial positioning kind of thing. If you can figure out, you know, the, the best way, the, the most clear path to, 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 to make an open run on. Okay. Not the best, but not the worst. Yeah. Um, and it's six and above? Yeah, by, def- by default, the difficulty is six. Unless I state otherwise, any rolls I ask will be difficulty six. And it, ones do take away? Uh, ones do take away, yes. Right. And tens do not explode. Uh, I got two successes. Great, two successes. One is all you need. So you uh, you book it. You start heading down uh, these hallways, and you are leading the rest of the group uh, away from any obvious threats. This place is, again weird you see a lot of dead ends you see uh sometimes a f- a, as you run past you see floors literally fall away uh, even though you were nowhere nearby uh, you don't know why they were done that there were no signs warning anybody that the floor would fall away uh but th- there are what appear to be threats and traps and, and, and weird twisty passageways uh but you are able to guide the group along in such a way that you don't uh fall victim to any of those traps Quite yet, but see what Mr. Morning. Well, he's just a regular old library mm-hmm. librarian. Yeah, I mean, so. what's the worst? What's the worst he can do? Uh-huh. Really? No, no, no. You, you. Oh, the moment you all laid eyes on him before you knew that was this guy was was like not to be fucked. <laughs> like you, you, you didn't know yeah, what he was. You but so you're you you so proud of this NPC. You will, <laughs> you will, you will hear no ridicule <laughs> of it whatsoever. <laughs> He also got two successes, but technically, in this case, you guys are the defenders because you're you're running and he's chasing. So defender wins. So as you run through, uh, you you don't hear footsteps chasing you because you have yet to hear a footstep from Mister Morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a certain whooshing, if you will, the the the, the uh, flap of clothing in the wind as something uh, wraith-like is uh, is chasing after you in these stacks, and you are able to stay one step ahead of it, but you have not lost it. It is it is it is there. You know that if you slow down, if you make one mistake, you will be caught. You can't keep this up forever, and you don't know how long Mr. Morning can run, um, possibly straight on till. So <laughs> what does anybody else have any ideas of I what they're going to do idea. here? Oh, you're not setting the place on fire. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I don't have any I was. Ideas. I said I was going to... The bookshelves, not the books. Well, the books, well, the books are on the, the bookshelves. Book and they're flammable. Well, I know, but it's going to distract him. Well, do I have a, a a general idea of, like, are we... Do I have a sense that we are close to, like, the... In, like our no, if anything, you've been heading deeper into the library. Because the, the only path that you knew of that would lead you out is the path that, that Mr. Morning was coming from. You can try and somehow circle around to get back on that path and get out, or you can try and see if there are any other exits that you can discover. Raph opens one of the pages of a book. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe I actually guessed what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not, the, it's not that hard to guess. It's so not it's that like, hard to guess. You are not setting this place on fire. <laughs> uh, Raph opens one of the pages of the books he has got in his arms, mm-hmm. tears out a page, and eats it. Let me do that for a round. As a bunk, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to cast chicanery, All right. trick of the light, and the and let's see how that roll goes. And right. I'm going to use Fey Five because I am casting it yep. on yep. our own shadows. Fair, yeah. fair. And I'm also going to do something that's not flame. Oh, but as soon as he's please done. don't help. Please don't help. I'm not <laughs> helping you. I'm not helping you. 
Uh, as soon as you finish rolling, mm-hmm. and then as he's doing that, uh, I'm also going to cast Ensnare on Mr. Morning. So All right, so let's start. Let's start first with uh, with Raph. Mm-hmm. All right, so you are casting. Uh, you're casting Chicanery. Mm-hmm. Uh, your realm is Fey Five. Uh, all right, this is going to be a uh, chimerical ca- uh, cantrip, effectively uh, not a yeah. weird. So you don't have to spend glamour for that. Mm-hmm. You're not using any realms that you have that you don't have, so you're also not spending glamour there. Uh, so let's get your dice pool, which is your art rating plus the realm of uh, the, the rating of your realm, uh, which in this case should be five for Fey and whatever your chicanery rating. Chicanery is one, so that's six dice. So six mm-hmm. dice total. Um, mm-hmm. You are then going to. Uh, uh, you perform a quick bunk. That's going to be a minus one to your difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, and base difficulty is eight. Uh, mm-hmm. So your difficulty is seven, thanks to that bunk. Can I spend a willpower on bunks? Uh, yes. Well, no, not on the bunk, but on the casting. Excuse me, on the casting. Yes, and that would give you one free success that you start with. Great. Very good. Great. So mark down your willpower. Mm-hmm. And we haven't recovered anything from uh, no. the last game. No. Even though that's like what a totally baller storyteller would do. Yes, but that's also been three seconds. Two two years and three seconds since last game. <laughs> two years and six seconds since last game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so burned a willpower. And, oh, that was glamour. I'll mark down willpower. Oopsie doodle. Um, do ones take away? Yes, they do. Fuck. Yes. Oh, that's so rough. Okay, so. Oh shit, three successes still. Mm. All were successes. And two ones. Fuck that. Alright. So three successes total. Not bad at all. Uh, Alright, so what does the uh, the specific art that you're doing achieve? Uh, Trick of the Light. Uh, it's on our shadows. Uh, straight up Scooby-Doo. Um, an image of us zig when we zag. So hopefully Mr. Morning... Uh, yeah, Mr. Morning sees us take a left when we take a right. All right, and as that is being resolved, uh, Shane, so what are you doing? Okay, I as I'm being held up by Archie, I scream out for my book, slow down the morning, be still as night. Our our pursuer needs to be out of this fight as a bunk. All right, all right, that's going to be a minus one because it's quick. Okay, thank you. And so basically I'm going to cast Ensnare him, which is going to be my art, which mm-hmm. is two, and my fey, which is two. So four. Um. Well, I mean, okay. yes, but your fate will not affect this thing. Oh, uh, this is this is uh, not uh, this is not affected by by the fate realm. This is affected by the actor realm. If you do not have that, you can spend extra glamour to make it work. Okay, uh, but then also you will be rolling at effectively a, a minus one die because you don't have the correct realm. To well, affect it. Yeah, so that's a bummer. Um, that also happens sometimes with the actor realm if you don't have. A hated enemy, uh-huh. and you're like, I've cast this on my buddy, and the storyteller's like, it doesn't work. Work <laughs> on that. You have to spend the glamour. Yeah, I think um, I know what I'm spending my XP on in the future. But for right now, so basically, I just that's why I started building up actor. <laughs> yeah, actors, actors, sick, just for its weird like side properties mm-hmm. of yeah. like knowing where you stand with somebody. Yeah, if you want to affect it, you, you don't have the right realm. Means you have to spend. Uh, so far, two glamour because one more glamour first because this effect that you're doing is a physical effect, which makes it weird, which means it affects the real world. So one glamour, so one glamour there, an extra glamour that you'll be spending to to basically cheat the realm to 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 affect something that you can't normally affect, mm-hmm. and then your dice pool would be uh, just the uh, the art level. So if you're whatever your level is on that art, and then since you don't have the realm, you're cheating it. It's a minus one. Well, I already did the gla- the the bunk, so I'm gonna have to do this. I'm gonna give, use a willpower to give myself one automatic success. All right, all right. So this is gonna be one plus. 
Six, so that still fails. So, yes, it does, so sure. one success. Because that would have been difficulty seven anyway. Yes. Uh, so one success. So you got one success. All right. Yes. Great. And he is going to. So this, I should have. Actor is definitely going to be a thing. I'm going to be grabbing from now on. Yeah, actor. Actor is your your catch all for any any living being. Yeah. It's not a fake. Yeah. Uh, except nature. If animals are covered by nature. Okay. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, no, he got he got two successes to to to, oh, to, to break free. Okay, uh, just just over. Um, all right, so just bust through like the Hulk. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. God, librarians! <laughs> so here's what happens: uh, as as you're all running, Archie, you, you are you're carrying. It, I was actually going to do one more thing. If that's oh, possible. sure, sure. If you got something, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is a library, and I'm mm-hmm. think, and the way Archie figures is, you know, even they have something up to code. Like they always. You can't just like put something in an incredibly dangerous place for a fae, and so this is a public library. It's a fae one, but it's a public. There has to be signs for an exit. He just might not be seeing them. So he is going to put on his glasses, the ones with all the different lenses, and he is going to cast, I think it's called um, the the Rating 2 pyr- Pyretics yeah, 2. Py- yeah, Pyretics 2. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, it's, uh, it basically allows you to see through illusions. Uh, so the way we've treated these glasses before is that basically they, they're, they're enablers. They allow you to do the action, to, to see through illusions, but to have a chance to see through illusions where normally you would not have yeah. had that chance. So you put the glasses on, and then I'm going to need basically a, a wits plus uh, perception roll. Yes, that's what he's trying to do. And this is going to be difficulty seven, because you are running. The, the glasses do allow you to see this, but you're also actively running and trying to catch things as you go, so it's a little harder. One, two, three, and then I'm going to also grab one, two, uh, perception, uh, wits plus perception, you said? Yes. And I am, I will, I will use a willpower. Go for it. Two successes. All right, two successes. And, uh, so you, you're looking for, for signs that, that lead to an exit. Basically. Yeah, basically. Some, some kind of exit sign. All right, got it. So here's, here's what happens. Um, first, as you're running, again, Archie, you're, okay. Uh, by the way, Marna, did you have anything else you wanted to do on no, your end or? Right, no. Just, just in case. No, I, uh, yeah. I want to see how, how all this. All right, is. so yeah. you, you are running along yes. with the rest of the group. Marna uh, wants to find a body of water. That's like the idea of like you know you hit the, uh, the like the this weak meekly uh, librarian with like a what was it called a constraint or a well, and snare and snare and he just like rips open his shirt <laughs> and it's like like ripped abs <laughs> and he just walks through we're like why was that necessary <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I am ten thousand years old and I have one ab for each of those years <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so Archie, you are you're booking it huh? through these uh, through these hallways. You're carrying uh, the polymorph uh, uh, Shane. Uh, Raph is is looking around, preparing his own cantrip. Uh, you know, and then just munching on one of the books as one does. Marna is just along for the ride, and I know I know, hoping she survives. Um, and uh, and so, first thing that happens is uh, Shane, who is effectively being carried backwards and looking behind him, you know, he he he. he, he he probably like his first instinct is to set things on fire. Yeah. Uh, but a, a particular, uh, uh, you know, a pretty prescient uh, squeeze <laughs> from our strength seven troll who was carried <laughs> probably goes like, "How did he even know I was thinking it?" Um, so you you change your tactic and you throw out a, 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 your cantrip to try and ensnare uh, this being. Ensnare tends to, if it doesn't have anything to work with, it'll it's just like magical bindings. But if it has something to work with, it'll usually try and grab something from the environment and use that to entrap people. So a whole bunch of books fly from the shelves, opening up, their pages uh, fluttering, and in case uh, your pursuer 
in effectively a cocoon of fluttering books uh, keeping him still. And he loses a step. There's a moment where the pursuit stops, halted by these books, and you're able to gain a little bit of distance before the books are flung in every direction. And uh, Shane, you feel your that magic effectively broken by something far more powerful uh, than you are right now. I totally believe that all the books are flung back. back exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 they do. They yeah. do. They <laughs> land exactly where they were supposed to be. Not a single uh, page bent or, or <laughs> torn. Um, and... Uh, and that the, the, the being as it releases itself, there is sort of a, a fluttering of its dark clothes, and you are able now. It's it was just close enough to see that in fact its feet do not touch the floor. It was in fact gliding a couple of inches above the above the ground, and uh, and so and you're able now to recognize that it is definitely Mister Morning. You see that that sort of white slash of a face, uh, those dark, just completely uh, irisless eyes. Uh, look around as it's looking. I'm that's thrilled when... that the Babadook got a master's degree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We all need jobs. Um, just as those dark eyes look around, that is when Raph's uh, uh, cantrip takes effect, and those eyes fall upon the flickering forms of uh, the, the shadows of a group of fleeing changelings. Except those shadows are, of course, headed in completely the wrong direction. In its momentary confusion, your pursuer follows that illusion. Uh, it got it only got like one success to try and, and figure it out versus versus rap successes, so it falls for the for the trick at least for now. And you see it head off down another set of stacks, buying you a few precious moments, during which Archie manages to put on his glasses, look around, and you see that several of those dead ends that you had seen before were actually never dead ends at all. Uh, they were they were open passageways, and one of them does seem to to lead to a pair of distant doors. Uh, so, yeah, follow me. Yep. He says, and he's just <laughs> charging, and he just charges towards one of the bookcases. That yep. And you all, the rest of you, do not have his Archie. Glasses what on. are you doing? You see him do a you know platform nine and three quarters level of just like running <laughs> at the bookshelves and going you, right do you, through. Do you just the last second? Hedge your bets and put Shane in front. <laughs> Roll him. <laughs> I'm not bowling. Ball. Uh, yeah, you, you all see Archie run through, and I'm yep. assuming everybody, after a moment, of, uh, follows yeah, yep, along. Follow on. Yep. Uh, and yes, uh, you you see that it's just, oh, it's just more stacks, but now you all see that distant door mm -hmm. and at the end. And you just run, I'm not going to make you make any more rolls to run, uh, but you do hear somewhere off in the distance there is a, a, a sound. It's some mix between a howl and a scream and a shout, but something is very upset. It's the library, and you uh, you manage to reach those doors, push them open, finding them unlocked, and you roll out onto the lawn outside of the Human New York Public Library, uh, mere inches away from the door where you uh, originally entered. Is it still nighttime? It is. It is still nighttime. We should run. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking off. Uh, come on, guys, quickly yep. to our bike. I think we took our bikes. I don't know. I assume I you know you were, you were you were you said you took the subway. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Took the <laughs> yeah. But Marna always has her skateboard. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Marna yeah, skateboards yeah. everywhere. Oh yeah, we, we yeah did. no. At this point, like you, you guys are out on the lawn. 
you remember there being a security guard somewhere around. You don't see him right now, but mm. you probably can't just like, oh, let's kind of set camp here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you can either all head out together, you can woke it and split separately, whatever you guys want to do. We run by the lions, and they're like, ooh, someone's in trouble. <laughs> Stop. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll just think you're lying. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think we just run together. We're, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not the brightest uh, tools in the shed. Yeah. Uh, no worries. Where are you running to? You have a few places. You, you can uh, run to any of your houses. Uh, you can just try and find, you know, a place that's open, uh, you know, in Manhattan. Uh, you have uh, a Rizzo's uh, 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 pizza place. Um, how close are we to, to the... How close are we to um, Central Park? You're in the lower 30s, so not that far away, but it's, it's uh, you know, you, it, it'd be easier to take the subway a few stops up. Yeah. Uh, it's Central Park. Central Park. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, sure. So, yeah, we're running into the subway, uh, and yeah, we're trying to get there as quickly as possible to. Wait, wait, wait. Put me down. Put me down. Swipe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wait. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god, we do stop. We're just like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. You 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 get to the to the subway stop and. Fifteen minutes. So, no, I mean, if it, were, I'm not going to wait for late <laughs> night service. We just pissed off the librarian from hell. Yeah, yeah. And he, of course, he's going to assume like. Where would people go if they need to escape? Yeah. The subway station. We'll just check there. I'm just going to start booking it towards the Central Park. Okay. You know what? That makes sense. If I got a... my skateboard. Yeah, yeah. So. You got your skateboard. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is to Central Park. It's in the 50s. So it's a solid 25 or so blocks. You know what? Archie's still carrying me. So I'm just North fine. Park. I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, Ar- yeah. I'm I mean, it seems, probably seems weird. People running by. He's like, what the fuck is I carrying that thing? Can not, I turn not... my skateboard into like a little Vespa scooter and I can take at least one other person on my skateboard? Yeah, you scooter? have prop? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah prop. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, metal, uh, what level of metaphorical is this? Do you have? Uh, I have five. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, geez. in that case, so, yeah. Turn yeah. it into a unit. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> you can change it I into. I can do that, yeah, too. <laughs> you can change it into, like, what, what are we, the, M, the M30? <laughs> <laughs> well, Wells, it's supposed to be something I can plausibly drive. Yeah. Who else needs a ride to the party? Because <laughs> I don't have drive. Yeah, yeah. No, fair, fair. Uh, right, that's why you're using a Vespa. Yep. Yeah. I've never yeah, seen so somebody on a Vespa would, who knows how to drive. Yeah. If you would like to transform your skateboard into a Vespa, yeah, that's that's definitely doable at that level. Sorry, Archie. It's not big enough for you. No, that's okay. I, you, I'm, I'm not even stopping. <laughs> We're like, good. Archie's <laughs> never been. Yeah, Archie's never been in trouble in his life. He is terrified. Like this is just like no, we got to keep going. Why? Because the cops. The cops. They can call the cops, man. They have cops. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is definitely a weird cantrip because you're doing a physical thing uh, that okay, that is visible in the low. So that's one point of glamour you're going to spend. Um, you're using just the one realm, the prop realm. So no extra glamour there. Uh, the difficulty, base difficulty as usual, is eight. Um, what kind of, are you doing any kind of bunk or are you just casting the cantrip out, uh, completely? I hate coming up with bunks. I know, I know. Well, I got one. Give really it, gross. Yeah. Oh, God. You reach into the nearby trash can, pull out, Ew. like, an old pizza pizza someone tossed and bite into it. Yeah. Okay, I do that. I mean, you can. And for that, I will give you a minus two because first you are, <laughs> to a point, putting yourself in danger because you're eating, you're eating, uh, the <laughs> street trash. Uh, and also, like, it's Manhattan, even, even late at night. There are people. If somebody, people have seen, you know, see you do this and point. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, drawing attention to yourself makes it more, uh, more seen effective. and pointing. That's in New York. It's got to be a, that's a hell of a bunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, good enough so, for Pizza Rat. It's good enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's minus two. So your difficulty is six. All right. 
that takes away. So one success. One success. Enough. Enough to make it happen. And I'll say the duration is just enough to get you to the park. One scene. Yeah, one scene. Yeah. Perfect. That's it. Yeah. Right. So it's enough. So you're, you're yeah. Hop on, Raph. Go, yeah. You, you, there's a moment of like, you know, like magical. For you, for you all, you see like a glow. There's magic. There's sparkles and whatever. And it turns into a Vespa. Anybody else looking from outside just kind of like squints for a moment. Like maybe they got something in their eye when they look back. You always had a Vespa. Mm-hmm. Why did I even think you had a skateboard? That was a weird. Jeez. Well, she and was eating. Going. She was eating a pizza out of trash. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, was, I, I was distracted. Yeah. I was distracted by the gross. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, anybody get that on the video? Yeah, Raph is a smoker. He is wheezing, and he just looks so appreciative when you turn something into a Vespa and say "Ah, <laughs> oh, no, He just—he doesn't even have the the air to say anything. He just nods and gets on the back. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Shane, since you're being, uh, as I established earlier, carried backwards, uh, go ahead and give me a, a, a wits with perception roll to see if anybody's following. Sure. Are we doing wits per- perception or alert? Are we using alertness at all? Uh, in this case, it's perception. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, wits because it's 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 quick in the moment. Perception because you're vis- visually trying to uh, to look around. I, I get confused mm-hmm. about the perception oh, rules here. for the different different iterations. Okay. Wits plus perception, right? Uh, yeah, alertness. I try. I tend to use more for like stuff that might surprise you, stuff that's coming at you. Uh, uh, but when you're you're actively looking rather than just passively perceiving, I'll, I'll use perception. So, question: more How do you botch? Uh, if you get zero successes and at least one one. Well, I had uh, a well, success, if you, but if you didn't roll any successes, okay. No, then I just I just failed. Yeah, if you rolled any successes, even if they got canceled by one, it's, it's not a botch. Gotcha. Uh, so you just failed. All right. So you don't you don't see anybody. You, okay. you, you don't know if anybody's following you, but as of right now. You don't see anybody. Okay. Everybody else is too focused Thank on just you, booking it and moving to really, okay. you know, look behind and, and, and be certain if anybody's watching, especially in a city as busy as New York. Fair enough. Um, so you keep going, and after a few minutes, you make it uh, to the park. It's it's a distance. It's twenty five blocks, but if you're, uh, you know, you've got a Vespa or you are a a, a machine, like the troll. You've got either you if you are a machine or you're riding one. <laughs> it, it, you know, it takes like maybe ten minutes to get up. Mm-hmm. So you you reach the sort of the bottom edge of the park. You see that uh, statue uh, with the guy on the horse and the thing. Mm-hmm. I forget who that is, uh, but you, but you're there. Probably some colonizers. Yeah, no, but no, there's oh, there's yeah. another like in the, the lower east. Uh, there, there's another statue with, like a dude in a horse. It's not the Columbus Circle one. That's an, there's oh, lots it's the of the one stuff. right across the street from the Apple Store. Yes, yeah. yes, that one. That's basically where you're where oh, you're so arriving. Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah, the statue of Steve Jobs on the horse traditionally. Uh, but yeah, you arrive there. That, that's sort of the corner of the park, the lower uh, east uh, corner of the park that you arrive at. It is, of course, dark. Uh, it is night. The park uh, technically closes after a certain time, and there are some chains that get placed, but that, that it's not close, close. You don't have to roll to sneak in or anything. You can just go in there, but also the park at night is not necessarily the safest. Um, but um, you, we have a troll with us. I feel yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, guys, we're not supposed to be in. Okay, okay, okay. okay I'm coming. <laughs> but you have you have at least reached the end edge of the park, and I believe this uh, going to the park was Raph's idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Raph, where do we want to go? Swimming pond. Okay, come on. And so we're going towards the swimming pond. Yeah, you, yeah, can, one, you can you can put me down now. Oh, I just <laughs> dropped you, oh! not realizing you weren't about a book bag. Yeah, am I still a bargain? Uh 
forget what the duration was. I, but I feel think like was, I had set up for a long time. Yeah, but it was it was like a substantial, it was like a couple hour outfit. Uh, I mean, you can end it at any yeah, time. You don't have to. Yeah. Though, but you <laughs> but no one knows that. Yeah. You're the only one that knows this. Like, yeah. how, am I gonna, how long am I going to be like this? Yeah. Oh, it's sort of... Life, <laughs> be happy with who you Martin are. Martin is actually just in the background, like constantly recasting. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just burning glamour, but <laughs> hashtag worth it. Burning glamour, eating trash. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but for, for 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 a character, for somebody that doesn't want to play, like, you know, the, the whole magic thing, you are just embracing like your true nature. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so but yes, you, so you, you head further into the park towards towards the, the great pond. pond yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you you don't. Again, you don't seem to see anybody uh, chasing you. Have a moment to catch your breath and, and discuss amongst yourselves as you as you head towards the pond. Okay, why are we going to the pond? Because one fourth of us can get the hell away if anything goes wrong. Also, Marta can give us a heads up if she sees anybody. Water is power. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. All right, all right. Okay, first of all. I, I turn and start hitting the boggin on the ah, head. Ah, ah, what did you open? It was a book. I was we're in a library. I thought I would open a book, and it was it, it was a book. It was. And what did you release? I don't know. There was a guy in the book. He kept running and kept trying to get out of the book. So I thought, I, let's see what what happens in this story. Why would you? Do- I thought it was a story. It was about a guy who's running. And I thought, okay, oh, oh, this is like a, like a, one of those uh, picture books, like the things pop out. I thought, oh, this might be like the magical version. <sighs> they don't have picture books that aren't don't do anything. But it did something. It was a guy moving in it. But yeah, it's looking- it's cool. It's fine. He seems cool. Like he, you know, I released him and he's fine. He said, we'll see we'll see each other soon. Are you sure he didn't say something like more like, I'll see you soon? Or was it like, I'll see you soon? It was like the first one. Oh, God. It's like Darth <laughs> Vader. Oh, God. No, he's not going to. Oh, shit. It is Darth Vader. Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't think the fucking library has the lawyers to be able to have a book about <laughs> Darth Vader. You, you just released your own Sasuke, okay? I did. What? Oh, I did not. I don't want to deal with a Sasuke. Hey, okay, come on, everybody. Is that a Polish sausage? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we. Uh, and I looked towards David. Did you find anything that you were looking for? I did. I had one, it's in here somewhere, but then somebody killed the fucking lights, and now I'm shit out of luck, and I got six different options, and I ate one of the pages, that could have been the fucking index for what I needed, so, shit knows. Well, I was able to find, oh, oh my god, I was able to find the book I was looking for on the Thelane. Oh, fuck right, the reason we, sorry god, so much happened tonight, (laughs) it's like it was a year ago or something. Yeah, 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 but guess what, I I dig out the library card, and I, I hold it out towards David. Guess, I'll uh, hold it out towards everybody. Guess who was the last one to check it out and suggest this, this be in the forbidden category a week ago? Christina Hendricks? Mr. Hendricks. Whoa, shit. No, Mr. <laughs> Fred, Frederick? Mr. Frederick. The principal of the school. Principal Fredericks. Holy. So, what, he? Could he be the traitor? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Wow, I. Wow. God, he's so fucking handsome, though. I mean, yeah, but still. I mean, that's the perfect cover, handsomeness. Okay, okay, we're we're not here to talk about how Frederick has eyes you can get lost in. (laughs) We're here to discuss his possible being a traitor, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, boo, traitors, right? Okay, well, well, the traitors want you dead, so. Oh, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, you, you might remember from, from. Or you might not remember from several (laughs) years ago uh, that basically, like, 
your your true name, Raphael, had had been revealed to you and and to the rest of the group. So right now, the, the four changelings that are that are here heading towards the pond are the only people other than you know the the ancient crone that revealed your name using using the art of naming. But you're not worried about her because that's what she does. This is part of established change society. There are these crones; they know everybody's names, and everybody's kind of chill with it. Um, but you, the rest you of you, want to be when you grow up, Susie, a crone, <laughs> a crone. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, it's old crones handing out names is no basis for society. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so all four of you are the only ones that know your true name, and that true name is effectively the, the proof that that you that the soul that is inside you is a reincarnation of this this ancient. Uh, Effectively, kind of a hero uh, that 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 forged this ancient sword, hero adjacent, mm-hmm. yeah, hero adjacent. Um, and so, uh, the fact that you are the only ones that know this, but there appear to be these creatures, these these Thalane, these monsters that are targeting you. You have all decided as a group that it means that it's likely that there is a traitor among the adults. Somebody else knows the truth about you and is leaking it to the people that are trying to kill you because otherwise how would they know got it, that got it, got it. so that's why right now as a group you're like we can't trust the adults right. we gotta do, do this ourselves and yeah you just found a clue that it might be Principal, Principal uh, Frederick hey, Dan actually now that I'm realizing yeah. this you know if I was a fae librarian and I didn't want to lose books mm-hmm. I would enchant something in the book in order to know where to find it yeah. so I'm immediately looking down at that card with my glasses on to see if there's mm-hmm. any hidden glyphs any hidden things on it that i probably that that is bad um go ahead and give me a perception uh yeah uh, no sorry uh uh intelligence plus kenning roll intelligence plus kenning yeah because you're trying to figure out something about uh about a potential enchantment and where's oh kenning's right there yeah it's one of your skills i do i do have one uh wow wow uh two and i got a ten I had three, but I got a one. Nice. It was. Uh, two successes. So you look at it, and you don't see anything hidden on it. Uh, you, your, your glasses don't reveal any particular secrets, traps, or hidden glyphs. Uh, but as you study it, you do notice that it's, that it's infused with glamour in some way or another. The, the card itself, and in fact, uh, the, the, the books that you're carrying, all have traces of, of glamour on them. Uh, you don't uh, have the the real knowledge of fey magic to to identify uh, which which if there if in fact there is an enchantment on them versus just they were stored in a magical library and they you know, they kind of got a little bit of magic on them it'll it'll come off in the wash. You know? <laughs> I, I, uh, do we know that? Uh, would we know just common knowledge and or is this a thing? Mm-hmm. Does water disrupt uh, no, not okay. really. nothing like that? Okay, mm-hmm. no the the. Uh, Certain cantrips specifically might be affected by water, and certain cantrips specifically might have like durations where, like you know, ends at uh, sunrise or sunset, stuff like that. But it's not a it's not a hard and fast rule that water disrupts magic or or all spells end at sunset or anything. Right, so it's okay, very cool. case by case. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, okay, we got the books. Uh, I uh, we, we got a clue. I guess the thing we got to do is oh. We got to do the exciting thing, which is our research. So uh, I guess we should crack open these books. I mean, not here. I, I don't think. Yeah, we well, we need to find somewhere safe uh, to store them. 
um, and, and somewhere safe that we can get, hide, I guess, while we, we do the research. We can't exactly take these home. As you're figuring this out, you're just around the time that you reach the, uh, the pond. Let's get to the north side of the pond. Marna, if you're cool with it, mind taking a dip, going to the south side and the east and the west and just taking a look-see, and if any shit happens to pop off, come back and warn us so we can get back to just blowing the shit out of our calves and running everywhere. Does this mean I don't have to read anything? Bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> like one of those like 1920 like figure swimmers. <laughs> Perfect. And suddenly there is a seal in the Central Park uh, Reservoir. Nice. Yes. All right. So, There's a children's book. So, oh. Mara, it'll take you, it'll still take you, you, even at magical seal speed, it'll take you a couple of minutes to kind of mm. do a circuit of the pond. Uh, but as, as you dive in, uh, I don't know if there's a rule for well. I think there is, and if there is, we're waving it, whatever. Um, but yeah, you 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 go seal, you go in, you're, you're swimming around. Uh, you're full you seal. Yep. Yeah, you don't. Um, at first, uh, sort of feel the water just feels as normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not it's not your ideal environment because yeah. it's a fa- it's a it's a man made artificial pond. Um, but it doesn't feel particularly weird or banal or anything like that. It's just like yeah, it's it's the pond. I'd rather be in the ocean. Uh, but you're comfortable enough, so you're able to swim around. And at first glance, so far, you're not you're not uh, sensing anything weird. Uh, you're just doing that that, that circuit. Uh, in the meantime, the rest of you, I guess, you're going around the park towards mm-hmm. that that side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So again, as of right now, no signs of immediate pursuit. Uh, you've got a few more minutes before uh, you would reach sort of that point at the north of the park, uh, north of the uh, the lake where you would be able to sort of reconvene. So if anybody wants to do anything before you reach that point, now's your chance. Do you think Mr. Frederick would really try to kill you? I mean, he's been so nice. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to try to fucking ice a kid, wouldn't you want to be nice so nobody thinks, oh shit, he definitely iced that kid? Well, why would the Fulane want to get rid of you? Uh, From what I've heard... Because the guy I used to be was, like, super fucking important. So, lurk. I don't know. That's I mean, from what, what I understand, like, you're supposed to rebuild the sword. Without the, from what I remember, if the sword's broken, the roads between the places is broken, and thus the Thelane and the evil other evil fae can come in and, like, destroy us. So, like, if you reforge the sword, the roads will be rebuilt, and thus people will be safe. So, if they kill you, the sword won't be... You, you know what I'm getting. But Gosh. here's the problem, like... the. The evil pinpointed you even, hell, I would even say almost before you became a, uh, I mean, just right when you became, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the guy. Well, uh-huh. well, they said they suspected him. Like everyone suspected him for a while. So someone must have told them that you were most likely the one. And also it's like, I mean, man, the whole fucking school is apparently fake. It doesn't take a genius. Oh, not, no, actually, uh, the, there are a lot of fake, uh, but considering we're only like I don't know five percent, yeah, that's like your f- school is for very gifted fa- and creative. Yeah, for gifted and creative, it's very faith friendly. Not all students are faith. Many of them are just dreamers, artists, mm-hmm. and in fact, that that's that's the environment that they want to cultivate mm-hmm. because all that art, all that dream work, makes it very very welcoming place for those who are. A okay, and that would make but, sense for you because you're just like, oh, so my friend T Dog is in a faith. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I went up to him yesterday and say, what up? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but like the entire 
The entire staff is fake. The goddamn janitor is fake. And the thing is, like, if we walk by, a, if you walked by a Dunkin' Donuts and everyone behind the counter was one of us, you might stop and wonder why. <laughs> it's weird. I'm just saying that it stands out like a sore thumb. We probably were on someone's fucking radar a long time ago. Oh, well, let's just find a place where we can start studying. Uh, we got a couple hours before morning comes, and I'd like to get back before my mom checks on me. I, I, not that she checks on me all the night. I would like to get back. Sure. Sure right. thing. All right. Let's get some reading on. Don't worry. I'm a professional. I say as, if it's okay with Dan, we get to a bench. Uh, yes, oh. you, you do arrive at a at a bench on sort of the north uh, side of the, uh, you know, the, the the pool, the the, the, the little man made lake. Um, it's taking you a couple of minutes to get there. As you arrive, we cut back to, to Marna, who has been uh, doing her circuit around the lake, uh, just looking out for any kind of uh, pursuit or anything like that. And Marna, I'm, I'm going to need you to, to give me a uh, wits plus perception roll at difficulty six, uh, just to see if you spot anything weird, anything. Following you, anything out of the, the ordinary. Two successes. You get two successes. I'm glad you're not distracted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you do you do your circuit uh, of the of the pool, and, uh, and you, you surface at several points. You look around. Uh, those those gleaming dark seal eyes taking in the night, um, and you you see a couple of people. There's some late night joggers, uh, late night muggers, you know, just the <laughs> usual denizens, uh, the usual human, mostly human, and occasionally some animal denizens of the park late at night. Uh, but nothing that immediately draws your attention or that makes you think that somebody is particularly following the, your your friends. You do catch sight of your friends as they're. You know, talking, just being their usual dorky selves on the way up to, to your meeting point. So at first, you don't notice anything. Uh, and you start making your way to, to meet up with them. And as you are reaching that point, um, something gives you a, a shiver down the back of your spine. The water around you suddenly feels not quite right. It feels a little dirtier, a little more... Uh, unpleasant almost almost uh uh corrupted or or um uh, polluted Ooh. by something but you you instinctively know that it's not that somebody peed in the pond or, yep. or dropped or dropped like a can of paint or something this is it's it's, it's a supernatural sort of, of of poison uh that is suddenly you suddenly feel it in the water around you and it is it is it is like a switch. It's not like a gradual like I spell and it grows. Like no, it's like all of a sudden like this. I entered into the poison area. Not, not yes, yes, but no. At first, that's that's your instinct. Thing. Like oh, I entered into an area that's bad, and you kind of like sort of swim back to try and get away from it, and you realize it's around you too. Like the entire the, the the water around the entire lake, all of a sudden feels wrong. It does not feel welcoming. Uh, do you have any points at all in grammar? I do. Uh, go ahead and roll me uh, wits plus grammar at difficulty seven. Yeah, I'm very curious about this. I'm going to spend a willpower point. Go for it. To get a success. Uh, so rolled two successes, so a total of three. Nicely done. You get three successes, and, and there's a moment of panic, um, which is strange for you to feel, especially in the water. The water is usually where you feel most at home. It's, it's where the, the world washes away and where a, a, a deep part of you feels like this is where you belong. So feeling this suddenly 
unwelcome feeling like the water itself is against you is deeply upsetting. And it brings to mind a memory, a tale that your grandmother once told you. Uh, she told you a tale that all of the fae kind have their darker sides, their darker counterparts. Um, and the Selkie are no different uh, from, from the rest of the fae in that sense. Even though you have different histories and different traditions because of this, uh, the, the, the pelt that gets passed down, you are, in that sense, the Selkie have always been very separated from the rest of Changeling kind because you have this very different way of how you hand things down. Uh, but there is still a dark reflection of your kind. Um, you remember one name that comes to mind, the Kelpie. Uh, the Kelpies are whispered among Selkies as, as those your dark counterparts, as, as beings that are from the darkest nightmares of, of man and that, um, also live in the waterways, but their, their aims and their goals are, are death, uh, and mayhem. And, uh, and she, uh, you remember your grandmother telling you that should the water ever taste of poison to you, it is because a Kelpie's touch has, has, uh, has ruined it. And that is what comes to mind, uh, as you are now near the shore, uh, getting out of that. Yep. So you, you, you you, you you glide out of the water. Yep. Uh, um, I'm assuming resuming human shape yep. as as you do. And I confirmed actually it takes no roll so long as I have my seal skin on me, which Beautiful. I always do because otherwise I can't do magic. Mm, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I yeah, it's just like I need to just release it. And, and yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you are you are out of the water and mild, mildly damp. The seal skin, in fact, it, it does what it does. It yep. protects you. Like the rest of you is effectively dry. You got like you know, wring out your hair. Mm -hmm. Um, but you probably do it a little bit more forcefully than normal because you, oh, that water yeah. feels icky. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, you, 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 yeah. something is in that water and it feels a lot like the things that your grandma once uh, spoke about. And another thing you would know uh, is that the Kelpie are considered one of the Thalane, one of these dark races. Is she near us when she comes out? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's exiting the water around the sort of that north of the lake meeting point mm -hmm. that you all wanted. Barney, you almost gave me a heart attack. Kelpies. 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 What the hell is a Kelpie? It's a Thalane. What? 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 <laughs> I say as I pick up my book bag and I throw it <laughs> over my shoulder and I take off running. Wait. I turn around. It's like, come on. Uh, all right. And I start running after him. <laughs> yeah, we're getting out of this. Yeah, as, as, as you turn around to tell the rest of the group to, mm -hmm. to come on, and the rest of the group is like, what the fuck? Uh, you, you all hear uh, from coming from over the lake the sound of a whinnying horse. Nope. 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 Yay! Horses! <laughs> nope. Nay. Nope. Ah. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of Fandible. If you liked it, then head on over to Fanable.com. We've done a lot of games, and I'm sure there's something there you'll like. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord. If you find a few dollars burning a hole in your pocket, then you can go to Patreon forward slash Fanable and become a member. You get early releases and access to special Discord chats, and we get to keep the lights on. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super helpful, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.